1776, we've really tried to solidify ourselves as the superpower of the world. And we did a great job at it, but similar we to the Roman Empire. We still are. Similar to the Roman Empire, everything does have an end. And the Roman Empire is... died from within. Yeah. And I'm seeing the exact same thing in America, and I hate it. Because America yeah. is literally the Roman Empire. It's just funny. It's funny how the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how. Come here. Come here, though. Yeah, he's crazy, dude. I was like so tempted to just be like, yo, dude, let's just fucking do this another time. But then I'm like, no, nah, I, I miss this guy. I need to fucking, I need to talk. No, it's so. when it rains, it pours. It's like everything happening together and uh, yes. it's nothing bad. It's just, it just is always like this. So you have a beautiful time for a while. Actually, nothing happens. Somehow all the planets align. Then when one issue arises, they all arise together. That's exactly right. Forget about it. Okay, let me see if I can hear you from here. Check, check, okay. check, check, check. Pronto, 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 pronto. Can you hear me? See. Si. Is it good? It's fantastic. Perfecto. Is it as good as mine? Oh. Is the question. Oh, yours is amazing. Well, you know, thank you, thank you, buddy. But I, I wanted to give you a couple things, and then you know, if you have some topics or questions, but really, I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to shoot the shit with you because. We're similar in a lot of different ways to where we're pretty objective. Um, at least I'm I'm trying to be more and more objective. Of course, we have different opinions and uh, everyone's got their own say so on different things. But I feel like a lot of people, when they are on one team, it's hard to it's hard for people to even listen to the other team. Um, the reason I was attracted by your content from the get go and then uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks later, you ended up coming to visit me in Tampa. And that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gotta love TikTok, and love <laughs> and you know, so you you're not really polarizing. A lot of people, I, I like to look at the comments because I think it's fascinating people's mentality, and I like to kind of consume that side of content. Not all the time, but I think it's fascinating to see those different opinions and see how people operate. Because sometimes you comment, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you'll stitch a video, and you're very objective, which we have a lot of that in common. And I haven't always been objective, so. Uh, this podcast has really helped me a lot, I think, talking to a lot of different people, hearing a lot of different opinions, because when you uh, interview people or do a podcast, you're forced to kind of listen to it in long form. And I know that's why I'm I'm super stoked. We talked about this when you were visiting me, is I'm so glad you started a podcast. Uh, I know you're in the early stages, and I know you're probably trying to... But to me, it's like, it doesn't matter if you have all the ducks in a row to do a podcast. If you're just doing long form content, you can call it a podcast if you want, or you can just call it a conversation with friends. A conversation with friends. Exactly. That's how I see it. Exactly. That's how I the, see it. The cool thing with the podcast is just recorded for all of time and for people to consume it. But um, we have these conversations when we're not recording. What I like about recording and putting it out to the masses is it gets other people to consume that objective opinion, thought, topic, whatever it is. That's what's beautiful about podcasting versus like TV, right? If you watch news anchors discuss so one-sided i hate it right it's I so one-sided it. podcast and, is uh, like you could watch a good podcast which by the way your last couple episodes have been awesome but you could watch a good podcast where you could see the guest or the host kind of going through that unedited like critical thinking and they're just like okay let me think about it 
I'm going to say what I'm going to say. He's going to say what he's going to say. And then I'll kind of react live in form versus like, we got to hurry and go to commercial break. You know, it's oh. podcast is great in that aspect. I love it, especially when you have differing opinions uh, because mm -hmm. you're forced to see both sides. So as you mentioned, you have the media and it's one sided and it's That's not right. wrong to watch media, but to do it properly, you have to watch both sides. So yeah. in terms of being objective, I, that's the thing. Uh, everybody here talking about privilege, privilege, privilege. I have a privilege. I have the privilege of being Italian, okay? <laughs> because the Italian school system teaches you to look at everything from all sides and then create your own opinion, okay? There's no Italian that voted only one side for his whole past. We all voted left, we all voted right, we all voted center at one point in our lives. Are we okay with that? But because we look at different sources all the time. So, yeah, the beauty of the podcast is for a lazy person. And nowadays, we're lazy as hell, man. We're lazy as oh hell. Oh, my God. We really yeah. don't want to do any kind of work, especially if it's not paid. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like it is a good way for a lazy person to see both points of view. <laughs> and uh, one, pla one place that is pissing me off madly about uh, having people just see one point of view is the, is the whole situation we have now in the Middle East. That's one thing that... Uh, yeah. That's uh that's kind of crazy, man. What I mean, what's your whole thought process? And if you know, if you don't know, if people, I mean, people should be consuming that that type of content because it's, especially in America, because you see all the you know refugee refugees that are out there and and people that are trying to fight the good fight, but they're trying to get people out. And even now, I, I think it was just earlier this week, um, the U.S. State Department released a statement, a travel advisory for the whole U.S. Yep saying do not leave the u.s and if you do just be careful because i'm paraphrasing but be careful because not everyone likes america right now and that's kind of a scary thing right because it's it's you see it happening in new york and different cities all over the all over the country here but um trying to word this the right way uh, it's, like and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's such a fucking gnarly it's such a fucking gnarly thing dude because i didn't think in our lifetime especially me as a father it's terrifying now um but you see kind of like this shift um our government the 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 shift in their mentality has been fascinating to watch no matter what left or right no matter what side you're you're on over the course of decades of this shitty political system that we have uh in this country and of course there's other we've talked about this it's shitty in a lot of places like america is not the worst by any means so i'm not saying that i am it's saying though best. right <laughs> i am saying that everything um everything rises and falls right like you look i loved you did a couple videos on uh, the roman empire which was fascinating because you're roman so it was cool to hear because there was a, that trend going around I think but, about it every day in case people yeah. are wondering. I think about it every single day. As you should. It's, it's Worst part of history classes, understanding yeah. that you come from those people and they do not exist anymore. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and I feel like, I mean, because I want to get into that too, but I feel like that's where America has been. And we're so, because our news organization is, there's no true journalists anymore. So we're only kind of fed what we think we want to hear. So like these news organizations, news organizations pretty much tell us two things, either a something that's going on great in America, they're going to tell us, 
or if there's shitty things going on in other countries. There's never going to be a time, I feel like, you always watch in these movies where there's like the end of the world and mm -hmm. we have like this countdown clock of like when the meteor is going to come. I feel like in America, it's so shitty from a, a news perspective and, and journalist integrity. We would be the last ones to know if anything happened in America because we just don't like to talk shit about our own country. We don't like to say this presidential you do. Man, you do. Well, it depends, right? There's if you're, so if much you're watching shit talk Fox. about America on American media, man. <laughs> well, it's Such different because it's 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 Fox versus CNN. Like in terms but, of, but even Fox, yeah. you guys trash talk about yourself like nuts. Yeah, but not in the way that like we talk shit about Russia. I guess is my point. Does that make sense? Uh, like, uh, like, I, like, no, no. I, I on that one, I disagree completely. There, talk to me. I believe that, especially my, I mean, uh, you're millennial, right? I think so. I mean, I'm 38, so I think I'm... Okay, I mm -hmm. believe that uh, millennial Gen Z, but mostly Gen Z, mm -hmm. so they have a definitive hatred for America. It's all about... Uh, sure. It's like they're being the worst enemy of themselves. Yeah, sure. That's the way I see it. There's a lot of trash talk, America here, America there, America has folded right. everything. Uh, it's uh we should follow the european system and i'm like yeah then there's the immigrants that were like no this place is actually fucking cool that's why we're here right. what the actual fuck sorry for the french but uh i take this very at heart yeah no and, and what you're talking about is like water cooler talk right water like cooler you, talk. are you familiar with that that term no. so water cooler talk is just a, a term that in america we use when you're at like the corporate office job yeah. And you only speak your mind at the water cooler when everyone's getting their water and you're filling up the water for a couple seconds. Okay. Right? And you get that water and you shoot the shit. You're like, oh, Jeff, did you hear what happened? He cheated on his wife. Like okay. that's water cooler talk, right? Okay. But when you go sit back on your desk and you talk to your employees and your boss, it's, it's, it's professional. It's not fucking. And that's what, like you're right in the aspect, I think, of Americans like to talk shit but only around the water cooler, only when you're out drinking beers with friends. Like you, from a news organization perspective, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if we think we're hot shit. Like, look at what's happening right now. Look at Ukraine. Look at Israel. Look at all that stuff. We're we're still not saying this is what Americans is doing. We're doing this. We're, we're not helping. We are helping. Like with Ukraine, that's a great example, right? Because it's a proxy war that we're funding. You know what I mean? But we would never in Palestine. Uh, you see protests of Americans saying this is America's fault. Right. Well, which is also a funny conversation because America yeah. kind of funded both sides. So you, uh, it's, a, it's a proxy, war, bro. <laughs> but so, and so that's <laughs> you're right, dude. You're right, and that's my point. My point is though, when have you ever seen someone on our news in America say that? Never. Not the news, the right, uh, yeah. But the American people, the the young people, yes, of course, of course. Uh, the and, uh, the, yeah. There's the discrepancy between the sentiment and what people and uh, what the news says. Big discrepancy. Right. Yeah, so, and that's uh, what I mean. Talk. Like, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, if a meteor was to come our way, and it was to hit America, we're not going to turn on Fox or CNN. They're not going to tell us that. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we think, you know. They're, it's so corrupt that we're literally getting fed exactly what they want us to. 
but it's not just media even influencers um so i had conversation with a couple of influencers on the political side both sides also yeah and i gotta say that the narrative is very similar uh to the media it's like uh, the new kind of media and i don't like it yeah i I think it's uh, same shit, different platform yeah well and what uh like what type of political influencers were these were these just folks that they have like podcasts or? Uh, tiktokers uh, podcasts um yeah. instagram people i, I watch uh, uh influencers on both sides uh, and the narrative that i see on media and mm. their narrative is very similar it's like the new way of media just for young people yeah. i don't know and then again um i hate how little global analysis they're doing about stuff i keep on bringing up the the whole discussion of uh, middle east right now to understand what is happening in middle east you have to understand number one the history which is very interesting there's the, the, the that is the what's the name of the 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 whole thing they talk in american politics the reparations game okay if you want to play the reparations game you got to go yeah. back uh, millennia yeah and that's number one number two there's the recent history which there are multiple faces to it, uh, if the land was sold, uh, if the uh, land was taken, uh, if it is a consequence of World War II and what happened on one side, uh, there's that. Number three, there is a funding of weapons and pretty much uh, both such, all parties uh, were funded pretty much by the same parties. So you have that. There is the, there is the humanitarian discourse. So it's, it's very hard to have an opinion on that. And I hate how people that have no fucking clue about this discussion just take a stance mm-hmm. like yo like the more i study into it uh, the the more I, I i don't know where to point a finger that's yeah. fucked up about it yeah. and it's it's even crazier because i'm an international person i know people on both sides so I, the more i study into it uh, because i would like to understand the real situation have a proper conversation with my friends uh, about this uh, the more i'm like i cannot take a stand on this yeah i well, cannot what, and what's i mean what have you seen because i'll be honest i mean the only thing that I've consumed is I like to consume things on both sides and I just kind of, you know, whether it's Fox, CNN, scrolling through TikTok and just kind of looking at both sides of things and just trying to, to draw a conclusion. Um, you know, I like following like guys like Tim Kennedy, who he's actually like boots on the ground, uh, yes. over there, which is fascinating. So I like to hear that perspective, but I'm also like, you know, let me see what's going on with CNN. Let me see what shit they're talking about. Let me see what Fox is going. Like, I like to hear everything because usually it's somewhere in the middle. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I love about the news in America is because if you can consume left and right and know that both of them are full of shit, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. And that's how I kind of like to consume things. But like, what's your whole take on on everything? Have you gotten so deep to it to where you actually physically have an opinion or have you got to the point where it's I don't like, have an opinion yet? Though. I'm that's, too close. That's how, yeah. that's, that's how fucked up it is. I feel like I'm not close enough, even though I'm yeah. a few days in. Right. And uh, the more I dig deeper, the more it's, uh, it's fucked up. Um, yeah. The thing I think where people start blaming America is, is it's kind of where we're at right now, right? When it comes to like Russia and China, like this whole thing. Um, because we've always been, for a long time, we've always been, whether it's, <laughs> whether it's under the Bush administration or Obama, we've always wanted to look for reasons to make everyone like us. And since 1776, we've really tried to solidify ourselves as the superpower of the world. And we did a great job at it, but similar to the Roman Empire, we still are, but similar to the Roman Empire, everything does have an end. And the Roman Empire died from within. 
I'm sorry Correct. to block you. The Roman Correct. Empire, yeah. we yeah. studied that for 13 yeah. years. Yeah. And I'm seeing the exact same thing in America, and I hate it. Because America yeah. is literally the Roman Empire. Um, well, why do you think that is? Why do you think we're following that same trajectory? Because that that is what's happening. I mean, we're we're it's not like Russia and China are going after us. We've literally destroyed... You're doing it yourself. Correct. Ourselves. You're 100%. doing it yourself. So the Roman Empire became so powerful that uh, the Romans uh, started, we say in Italy, adagiarsi sui allori. They started laying on uh, the leaves. They started to chill out. They mm. started to... I mean, at the time, at the top of power, being a Roman was... Uh, you, you were living a pretty good life. And if you think about it, the average American... Uh, even with the health insurance shit uh, and the education and the debt and everything, compared to many other countries around the world, are living a luxurious life. Yeah. Even the broke guy on the street, uh, far better than most people around the world. I lived in China, so I've I seen stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, the moment where people start uh, dropping their fire that they have inside of them that's the moment where you start trying to find other problems problems that do not exist so you start uh, creating these uh, internal issues uh, that are not really issues yeah i don't know there was a study where uh i don't remember who said this one i gotta look it up maybe we gotta add a link on this there was a study that saying that um if you put a group of humans in a perfect environment, they will start to create problems no matter what, because <laughs> it is human nature. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the better the society, the more stupid issues we create, in my opinion. Yeah. Does well, that make sense? hundred percent. I got to yeah. listen to people. I'm like, yeah. Do you realize what you're complaining about? Yeah. Cazzo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, dude, I think I think that was uh, I, I think that study was done on rats, if I remember correctly, where they yes, first tested it. Yes, they uh, first planet four is something. It was a planet uh, with numbers. Yeah, and they literally like put rats in, and one had like a city, like a little rat city, and the other one, you know, had had nothing, and they would transfer rats back and forth back, and then eventually they were so satisfied with their home that they started to tear each other apart and they started to fight. And and then, you know, I'm sure you could probably do that. You pick any city in the world, right? Like close your eyes and pick a city. I'm sure you can do your own little rat experiment with just a community of people. Cause we are like that, right? Like, I mean, fuck, I'll tell you what, just look at like what's happening with a cul-de-sac. You go to a cul-de-sac in a neighborhood, a really nice, you know, suburban cul-de-sac and you find seven houses, eight houses, right? And they're all around, and you go knock on every door randomly, and you just say, "Hey, uh, do you know, you know, Susan next door? Yeah, yeah, I know Susan. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you know Bill next door? Yeah, yeah, he's great. There's gonna be one person that's like, fucking Bill is such a dickhead, you know? Oh yeah, that's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. that's gonna be the and dude, you're in a cul-de-sac. Your neighbors, and the only reason you don't like that person is because they parked in your driveway one day. Like, we create these problems in ourselves. Stupid shit. The stupidest shit. And okay. I don't know why that is, though. I don't know. Is it an evolutionary thing that we just like fight? I think it's and... just human nature. It's just yeah. human nature. That's we like of... to solve problems. So when we don't have them, we create unnecessary ones. Yeah, because, I mean, if you look at it, we've solved a lot of problems. You know, like, it's not like we've solved world hunger, but there's more people that have food now that don't. Right? Yeah. Like, we've we've lifted houses to where 
you can live on the beach in Florida and knock on wood. Most of the time, you're not going to be flooded. Of course, there's those weird hurricane, hurricanes that come through. But we've we've figured out this life thing pretty good. And a lot of it, that's what's so fascinating when I do talk to people on this, and they have like these different opinions, very pessimistic opinions about a lot of different topics. And I'm like, dude, we're not that we're not that old. Like our species. No. Like if you think about it, I mean, cars were invented a hundred years ago. It's not one person ago. Like our grandparents didn't have like our grandparents yeah. just started having vehicles. Think about that. That's it's one person ago that happened. And then you go back three other people, and that's when the country was founded by our forefathers. And now we complain about the macho latte. Go fuck yourself. Get the fuck Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. We're so new to this thing. It's 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 fascinating to hear these talk. But I mean, what do you think about everything that's going on with with China and Russia? I'm curious on your your opinion because you heard about those talking about the BRICS nations what are you talking about BRICS nations but also the fighter jets you heard about that that are ramping up from China flying over Taiwan what you're talking about no no like they're in our airspace in America and Canada and they're I think since 2021 to now just like last week they've had over two dozen instances where fighter jets from China are just fucking with our American jets like they're in our airspace ignoring us and doing okay. maneuvers around our jets, just fucking with us to see our limits of flight. I don't think they want to see why America does not have uh, free healthcare. Trust me. <laughs> I, 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 that's the last, and I'm telling this as an Italian. No, yeah. no. Um, how can I explain this without being? I lived in China. Okay, Chinese are the most meticulous people in the world, mm -hmm. but they lack one thing culturally okay what's that uh the creativity everything they do a lot of what they do is uh, taken copied and improved from yeah. other people but um i believe they don't have the inventive especially in the military to get a superior technology than america yeah you you can decide if you want to cut this out or not this is simply my personal experience and i believe it is a fantastic culture by the way uh, it's very similar to the italian one so I think that Americans also compared to, for example, also many, I mean, also Italians in that sector and other sectors are far superior in terms of how they treat it, how much they invest in it. And I don't think China wants to understand, uh, wants to find out. Yeah. No. I mean, what about, um, uh, all right. So what about if China teams up with other countries? Okay, we want to talk about BRICS nations. There's a whole discussion yeah. about how the entire world wants to create a system that goes against, goes against the American financial system, mm -hmm. which is running the world right now. All the petrol, all the commodities we buy revolve around the dollar. Right. First of all, 60-70% of transactions around the world are made in US dollar. So the US dollar is still the superior, mostly used thing. Mm -hmm. Number two, there's human nature. Na humans don't want to change. Okay, on general, creating change is very hard. So okay. you know that you know that American dollar is the most used. You know that the entire world is holding American debt. And now you're putting together some of the most questionable regimes in the world, controlled <laughs> by people with a strong ego that should collaborate. They should collaborate for the sake of a team of multiple nations. 
create a currency, which means giving up their sovereignty of the currency, which is a big sacrifice to do. And all European nations that join the euro, except for Germany, regret joining the euro. Yeah. Okay. And do something better and convince the rest of the world to switch a system that is working already to something new by those yeah. regimes. But are they going to do it? No, they're trying, yeah. but I don't think they'll be able to. Yeah, yeah. So unless yeah. unless you have true democracies, uh, true regimes that are well accepted around the world. For example, if uh, Russia and China would operate as India, then yes, <laughs> then maybe yes. Yeah. India, India, India is kicking India's ass. India right. is yeah. a future superpower. I know it already. Um, but yes. So yeah, no, I, sure. I don't see I don't see it as a strong future. And even if it was, I mean, it would be the long game, right? It would be very long game. Yeah, it'd be a century that they might exactly. fix it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. I think, but you know, it, it is kind of a slippery slope that we're what we're doing right now, where we're kind of. I've I've said this before, <clears throat> where I do think America is the greatest country in the world, and I think it will be for quite some time, long before we're gone. Uh, like another 20 years, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think at least e even then it's still going to be like, you know, the cream of the crop. I mean, it's not like, you know, George Clooney and, and all the actors are going to go to another country. Like it's, this is always going to be the place I think. George Clooney is in Italy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <we could. laughs> I did see that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, <laughs> well, who wouldn't be? I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, but once you get the opportunity that you want and you get the success, Italy in most parts of Europe is just a great place to retire, yeah. you know, um, healthcare and all that is obviously, you know, we could, we could talk about that too, but I think it's fascinating that we are in such turmoil in our country. Personally, this is my opinion. There's so many great things about this country, but just like any other country, there's great things about China, as you mentioned, that maybe we don't have, right? Like we don't have the ability, the resources to make things as quick and <laughs> as cheap as China does. And that's mainly because they pay their folks 50 cents an hour. But the the point is, though, I we do outsource, right? We do We do get things from other countries because we think, A, it's either better, which it's more like the latter, which is it's cheaper. So that we that means me as Americans, we can profit if we're a company or a business, right? And and greed has always been the one thing that has has uh, driven America to be the number one superpower. Um, it's scary though when I look kind of around, and it's hard to find good food, and it's very very expensive to live. Again, I want to talk to you about this because I know you own property like I do as well. But again, whether the the bubble's going to pop or inflation keeps going up and taxes keep... My issue is there is so much money we spend in taxes. Forget about California and New York, but if you just live in Idaho and you're paying 65 to 7.5% and your interest rate is 35 to 5.5% on your house, the amount of money that you spend, especially in taxes, what does that go to? Well, does it go to your community? Sort of, yeah, you do pay county tax. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. But then why do we pay our government for health care and then they outsource to private companies? Private companies charge us out of our paycheck and now we still get health care. However, with some things you have to pay a little bit extra. 
So now we're triple dipping, right? Do we have the best healthcare in the world? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I think in, in terms of like surgeons and like, you know. Nope. You don't think so? Nope. For like the price? I'm doing a whole research. If you want to. Are you? Yeah, I want to dip into that. Rabbit hole, I will destroy the American healthcare system. See, I need, well, the healthcare system is shit. But I mean, in terms the, of like. Even, even, uh, even the. Yes, you have among the best surgeons in the world. But if you yeah. look at some niches, I, I focus on orthopedics. Germany is among the top. Germany, Germany yeah. Italy are super top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you also like, look at clinical results and stuff. Yeah. And in, in terms of like stem cells, we're way behind. Like you can go to other countries and get some really great mm -hmm. stem cell research. So like those, those niches, I agree 100%. But like I think if a Canadian, if you talk to a Canadian, for example, versus America, they would want American healthcare. Yeah. A lot of right? Canadians come to America to get healthcare. Right. So I think it's just all relative to where you live. And, you know, um, but that, that to me is the problem, though, is if, if, it was cheaper to live, take my taxes, take my money. If you're going to fix the roads, if you're going to give me better schools, but we don't have safe schools. Do we have safer schools than other parts of the world? Of course. Well, of course we do. We have cleaner water than other parts of the world, but the conversation is in America. And that I think is the problem that I have lately uh, where my opinion has changed a little bit. I think maybe because I am a father now, so I'm getting a little bit more defensive on, on like mm -hmm. the future when I'm gone. But I just think it's so shitty that you go to like parts of Chicago and it's worse than some other countries in terms of crime, death rate, uh, single Tony, mothers raising kids. You know what I mean? Tony, I lived in four different continents. The only place, place where I stepped on human shit was California. <laughs> yeah. On literally, or, literally, literally. literally yeah. uh, I, I live in China. I've seen through misery. I've seen yeah. misery. Okay. Yeah. I've seen mm -hmm. it. The only place where I stepped on human shit was the place that is considered the progressive first world country of the world, California. Yeah. Well, that's why what you stepped in shit. Fuck? Yeah, that's why you stepped in shit because it is progressive. That's the problem. Um, and there's needles everywhere and there's little to no cops. So, but again, that's, that's my issue is I feel like, what are we doing? Like, okay, so women can vote. That's great. Equal rights. That, that's fantastic. Like we've made progress over the decades through different administrations. But yeah, of course, there's no slavery anymore. These are all milestones that are fantastic. Well, it depends but how you see it. It depends how you see it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah like you're the right. Many yeah. fives out there are pretty much slavery. Yeah. And, contract. You, and they have to work their ass off because they have to afford to pay all the stuff. So it's like, yes. is, yeah. So is America really looking out for Americans or are they looking out for themselves because they know no matter what, we're still going to have sex and we're still going to repopulate and they're always going to be, it's like a restaurant that isn't going out of business. They want to turn the tables. They want to keep people coming in. Like they, they know they can continue to feed us shitty food, take our taxes, but there is one person born every seven seconds in America. Like they're wow. not run. Yeah. They're not run out of people. So okay. my, my question is, is like at one point, it's going to get to the point where we're bleeding our country dry so much that you can't live because now we're getting forced to live into kind of like shitty parts of town because it's all people can afford. So when you do raise these kids, now you're raising it in a home because let's be honest. I mean, it is a roll of the dice. Like if you're born in the ghetto in Chicago, you're going to have a shittier life than where I was born. Like this is just, mm -hmm. These are facts. Skin color aside, it's it's your parents, it's your household, it's how you're raised, it's your schools. There's a lot of factors. Yeah. 
And if you're just dealt a shitty hand, you're going to have a shitty life. And a shittier hand means shittier human beings as they get older. More crime, more debt, uh, more bad people. And I, I, I just wish that America would stop spending money in every other country for 10 years. That's it. 10 years. They just hang up the phone. Anytime a country call, sorry, dude, we can't. We're broke. Boom. Even though we're trillions in debt, if we could just What sacrifice- you should be doing with friends when they're dragging you into the club and you're broke. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, exactly the same fucking 100%. thing. It, yeah, it worries me. It does. money like a drunken man. That's crazy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, I believe that the major flaw of all this uh, is the ignorance that people have about the system they live in. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let me explain. Okay. Yeah. So capitalism, which most people hate, uh, everybody thinks that uh, the companies are in control of capitalism. But the reality, if you study economics, uh, which is what I went through college for, and if you're actually interested in what the professor is saying, you realize that capitalism is controlled by the consumer. It's all about the consumer. Mm -hmm. If a community of 350 million consumers actually realize how much fucking power they have because they're the ones that spend the money, they could uh, have a ripple effect across every single sector of the United States. Let me make an example. Yeah. The iPhones keep on getting more expensive on a daily on a on a yearly basis, okay? They do the stupid fucking tricks. <laughs> you have a Discord or I don't know, a WhatsApp team with all Americans and say Guys, let's not buy an iPhone for an entire year. Let's see what happens. Want to bet that iPhones will be $300 cheaper in a couple of months? Because they're going to shit their pants. Mm -hmm. Okay? Cars keep on getting more expensive. Let's not buy cars for a while. You know that in China, Volkswagen had the 50% market share of cars. But because... China has been producing a lot of Tesla components for Tesla for cheaper. And now they have a very good quality. They're now building electric cars that are more superior than the Volkswagen ones. And Volkswagen is wow. losing market share and has been dropping its electric car prices by a lot. We're not talking about thousands. We're talking about tens of thousands. Okay. Sure. So it's all about the consumer. If the yeah. American consumer, instead of acting as a, hyper-individualistic individual, which is another beautiful thing on one side of America, but awful thing on the other, mm -hmm. and starts actually operating as a little bit of a community, you'd be surprised by how much control they could gain back. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? 100%. Yeah. And I, I've said that before about, you know, because I, I eat plant-based. I'm vegan. So the reason why a lot of companies like Tyson Chicken and big milk companies, the reason why they lowered their prices and have switched a little bit to where now they're actually putting in good ingredients is because people stop buying their shit. And we can easily change things. But the problem is doing that is like telling someone that Trump had some good ideas. Right? Like it's it's hard to have that conversation with people because they don't want to listen. Like they don't they they look at now too much. You know, they, they want the fast food quick. They don't give a shit what's going on in their face. They just want it quick and now, now. You know, like I love the iPhone example because, yeah, everyone's getting a new iPhone every single day. But the reason why they're so popular is supply and demand. We're giving them a reason to. Everybody's you know? getting a new iPhone. 70% of Americans cannot afford a $1,000 expense. Cioè, my dear friend, you're putting yourself in that situation, you fuck what? Cioè, che cazzo? Cioè, oh, oh. 
Why don't hey, I have any money? healthcare? Eh? No, no shit. No shit. Uh, cioè, yeah. <laughs> the priorities in this country are fucked. Yeah. yeah oh, what the, you know how many times I get attacked on TikTok about what do you know about broke people? You don't know how we live. It's like, bro, I operate in poor areas because that's where I fix these houses to rent them out for cheaper to people because I'm actually going against the real estate market, partially. And uh, I see what they get to drive. I see how they handle the house. You go in these houses, dirty as fuck, filled with McDonald's boxes, and in front of that house, you have a BMW sitting. Used, but it's still a BMW. So you're telling me that your priorities in life are fucked. <laughs> the, the insecurity of looking broke rather than actually improving your life is much stronger. Yep. Oh, yeah. hey yo, Jones effect. That's what it is. Everyone wants to keep up with the fucking Joneses. Everyone wants that's to. Stupid. Yeah, everyone wants to have the new thing. Yeah, and you know that's what I was talking about with greed, right? Earlier, like for for whatever reason, we have this instilled in us. And again, I look at it's kind of it's tough, man. Like you know, you've only been here five years, right? But coming from someone who has kind of lived in his until his twenties, until I started getting smart, getting into real estate, and you know actually investing money and doing what I had to do to think, have forward thinking to actually raise a family. But I was, I was the guy, I was the guy that wanted to be flashy and go out and live paycheck to paycheck. And I was making 70 grand in my twenties. Like I was that guy that was broke and it's not, it's not for lack of not educating yourself. The problem is there's no resource to educate yourself. Like now, of course there's YouTube and there's people like you that you can find and you can actually say, by the way, shout out YouTube. Go check out uh, Amadeo's YouTube. But you can <laughs> but you can find resources now, right? Like so there is no excuse now. But if you're in your 20s, for 20 years you've been your parents probably have gotten you the new toy. They got you the new fucking Barbie. They got you the new this. So we're already, dude, instilled um at a young age. And I again, I challenge the US government in this instance. Like Italy's another great example. We keep talking about it, but Obviously, you're from there, so you can speak to this. But didn't they just pass a law saying that you can't sell food if it's not um, natural? If it's not natural, right? So if it's got yeah, any artificial like fake beef, fake beef is illegal. Did that pass it. though? So that's yeah. official. Yep. See, that to me is the government stepping in and doing what's best for their citizens. Now, would the conservative they... government of Italy? Yeah. But, you know, dude, at the end of the day, sometimes you have to have conservative ideas on one thing. It's and not conservative. I, I, I'm sorry for for us Americans. <laughs> but I, like, some, uh, sometimes you have to have conservative on the one and progressive on the other. And the problem is we're trying yes. to do more of the progressive bullshit and give people whatever they want because we want to feed them that freedom bullshit, that American dream bullshit, that like, you know, hey, eat what you want, smoke cigarettes and have McDonald's and have fast food. And again, we shouldn't ban everything, but I'm saying at one point there's got to be like, you know, we should probably fucking take a look at these ingredients. Well, we you should, should probably. Also look at, you should also take a look at uh, yourself, your people. Okay. Well, yeah. We're when you walk ones. around the city and you question if a person, you look at people like, does this person walk or does this person move around <laughs> rolling? Uh, then you're having a food problem. Yeah. Then you're having a food problem. And you yeah. have a food problem in this country, yeah. man. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. If you're again, you're you're American and you've been raised in America for 20 something years and you're mm -hmm. making the average American makes thirty seven thousand dollars a year. How much? Thirty seven thousand. I mean, I, I, was, I think that was a report in 2022. So I don't know what it is now, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's less than seven household. 
household is 57. Yeah. Considering that the average household is divorced is 37. <laughs> so that's another big issue yeah, in this country. So you know. guys get married like it's a joke. I know. Yo. We get we get divorced like, what is it, four out of five, I think, get divorced? Yes. Yeah. Advice to all men. I'm 28 and I'm still single. Tony is married, but he's older. Do it after 30, please. Okay. Yes. Uh, from 20 to 30, we're still thinking with our second brain and not with our first brain. Yeah. Learn first, <laughs> then get married. Hey. Madonna Santa. Madonna Santa. Oh. That has to be said. Child. Well, that's how it needs to be. And that's how I did. I did it on purpose that way just because. Also, my parents. Yeah. You had to. You had to. And by the way, I mean, I'm 38 for people, you know, go look at my fucking Instagram. I look like I'm and 20. he still looks like my son. <laughs> <laughs> so. But dude, that's be, it's, it's stress, right? It's less stress. You look younger. But, you know, also you got to take care of yourself, too. And so being 30, I think 30 has always scared us, right? Because in America, we're always taught, like when we go to school, bro, like they'll teach us in school, step one, step two, step three. And step three is... You're 30, you need to have a house, kid, white picket fence, you know, the whole shebang. So there's always this pressure for us in our 20s to get to that point at 30. But the the answer is there is no right answer. That's the answer. There is no right age. There is, you know, there is no right person. Like, I don't really believe in that. It just so happens it's all timing, right? Like, if I met Brenda in my 20s, we wouldn't be together because I was an asshole. You know, I was I was broke. I I wasn't ready. But when I met Brenda this time, I was in my mid-20s. I had my first house. I had another one on deck to be a rental. Like, I had my shit together. So because my mental and physical health was good, I was able to accept that love from her. Her mental health was good. Boom. And that's it's just timing. That's all it is. Um, and hopefully it lasts forever. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the only, the only way that is going to last forever is if we continue to take care of ourselves. And that's the problem that a lot of people don't have is, you know, they don't have that mentality. They get complacent. They get complacent. Yeah, complacent. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, and you, like you said, you're in your 20s. You're not ready to settle. Like you got, she got shit going on. You don't want, you don't want anybody to hold you, hold you no, back. You don't I, want. If I had a partner, it wouldn't be a problem. Right. But I still would not marry now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's smart. So I would not marry now. I know. Smart. Yeah, you got too much going on anyway. Well, it's now tough. I have to also bring myself up. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, I mean, you know, also too, I mean, uh, being married, the one thing I learned was uh, they always say 50-50. It is 50-50 in a lot of aspects, but it's not, though. It's 100-100. You put in as much as you can, both of you, and uh, you should not judge too much the other side because you don't know how much effort it is for them. Yeah. There was a beautiful thing I noticed of my father. My father used to always complain how other people were doing stuff like that. Do not expect your same approach from another person. They might be putting 100%, which for you might be 60. Right. So you need to also understand where they come from. And that's, I believe, also in the relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you don't do that... Oh, go ahead. However, if you know that a person can put much more and that person is putting nothing, then uh, you know that they're not putting what they can. That's right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because then there's resentment and it's just a whole shit show of, of issues. Yeah, you, you need to make sure you do that. And, you know, again, I, I always say that I don't know if Brenda's the right person for me. I know she's the right one for me now. I know I'm super happy. I know we got a great, you know, we got a beautiful daughter. Like, things are good, but you never know what's going to happen. And I think... Me always 
making sure that I'm better than I was yesterday. Um, and in the meantime, doing the best I can to be a good father and a good husband, but always trying to work on myself every single day. Um, and then hopefully my wife does that as well, work on herself every single day. Because I think the problem with marriage is this is not marriage advice by, by any means. But the one issue I always see is we try to fix each other. So like me, let's say if I was to try to fix Brenda and get her to do what I wanted to do, what I think is a good wife, this is why this is why there's a lot of divorce is you don't have your shit together so but you're trying to tell someone else to get their shit together and the next thing you know you're raising uh you know a kid by yourself it's not a good situation not a good situation yeah so that's the other thing very important but you know this already uh be careful of having kids like if you know that you're gonna be with this person for a while then yes if not yeah. don't do it yeah because work, the biggest though. present you can give to a kid, and this is something that uh, I, how can I explain this? Uh, I used to when I was in Italy, I used to be empathetic when I learned the story that uh, I didn't have, uh, like a friend of mine didn't have a father or didn't have a mother or something happens. Mm-hmm. I come to America and I come to realize uh, that that kind of story is not an exception; is the normality here. That is the normality here. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, no, you should have empathy. No, it's normal. Rather having empathy, I understand that I'm the privileged one. Yes, okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with accepting that I'm in privilege. Yeah. I'm privileged of being... Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's, uh... Guys, before having kids, don't play with it. I, I probably put the concept out very badly. It will sound very bad, but it's okay. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. Before I mean, having kids, understand yeah. that it's a life and it will need both of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't play yeah, the game. Yeah, it's it's scary, man. Because you know I have a lot of friends that are are now divorced with with kids, and they try to share custody. And I mean, I'm a kid of divorce, and uh, my parents got separated in my teens, and then they got divorced. I think when I was 15 or 16, and that was hard, man. I mean, I, I rebelled for a long time, and I had a lot of resentment to them, and I wasted a lot of years being mad at them and not talking to them, and. Um, acting out, lashing out, being irresponsible, getting in car wrecks, being reckless. Like I did some stuff that I probably shouldn't be here and I'm very lucky. And that is not because of them. It's because of how I reacted to it. But bottom line, it's, it's tough when you're a kid until you get to 25, 30, you're still learning how this world operates. And even then, even at 25, you need need, both. You need both. You need both. Exactly. And that's, yeah. It's tough, man. Yeah, and it pisses me off that it is normality. No. Yeah. It's not a game. It's a human life. That human life needs both. Huh? Yeah. It needs to be, I believe, because it needs to be nurturing and nice uh, as the mother, but it needs that uh, yeah. push from the father. Yeah. In my, I don't, so in my case, my father was the cavalry. Uh, <laughs> when needed in hardcore situations, he would uh, kick us uh, and make us realize stuff. Yeah. And my mother was the infantry kicking us every day. Yeah. And it was needed. It was needed. It's yeah. fundamental. So I'm very happy for you too. Thank you, man. Very happy for you too. Thank she you. will be, she will be, you got beautiful concepts. Yeah. Thank you. That's, it's, it is great. And I've, I'm even noticing that now when she's only a couple months old, where, you know, not that I'm, I'm disciplining her by any means because she's, she doesn't know anything, right? She's learning things. 
But there is a certain mentality I think is is interesting to where she does still want to nurture and she's we're gonna obviously do that for as long as needed. But her mentality I could tell is nurturing. It's oh she's crying, let me pick her up. But then I'm like, well, let her cry for a bit. It's okay. Like unless we change her diaper, she's fed. Put her on a motorcycle. <laughs> Throw, throw That's what my father did. Three years old. Put yeah. him on a motorcycle. Yeah. Throw, <laughs> throw him in the water. They'll, they'll swim. They'll fine. They're they'll fine. swim. Yeah. But, you know, there's a, like that's going to be my mentality a little bit. Not because I was raised that way, even though I was. But it, you have to have both. And you have to have because the world is tough. One thing I, I did notice with a lot of parents that I talk to, because everyone tries to give you advice when you have this when you have the kid. They're like, are you doing this method? Because you should be doing this instead. You know, there's this progressive. There's, remember, everyone does this and everyone. And I'm like, dude, you raise your kid however you want. I'm going to raise my kid however I want. But it's it's interesting when people try to give you that advice because the advice is so fucking politicized. It's terrifying. I got a um, question for you. Yeah, shoot. Regarding raising. Because mm. we talked about education. Yes. Public school, homeschool, or private school? Homeschool. If okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, so a couple of reasons. Um, <clears throat> I know what it was like being in school. I remember. It's obviously okay. very different. Um, I don't. I don't like a lot of things about public school in particular. Forget about the mass shootings because obviously that's horrendous. Let's say that gets fixed tomorrow. It's a national sport. Sorry. It is. It is. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. It's a national sport. Sorry. You're right. Not as frequent, but it is national. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, the uh, so put that aside. Let's say that was fixed tomorrow. There's every here's the best way I could say it. Teachers don't get paid enough. And every single human being is tribal. Every single one. Mm-hmm. So a teacher that doesn't get paid shit is going to have opinions and a good day or a bad day, she's going to release those opinions on the youth. Whether that's a good thing or bad, that's your prerogative. Me, if I have the freedom and the, and the ability to spend that six hours with my child, I'd rather do that. So let's say the public school system is perfect. I would rather spend more time with my child because I'm not an expert. We're going to hire somebody to come into our home. But, or we're going to try to do as much as we can ourselves, but we're no experts on a lot of different topics, but we're going to teach them things that we think is important for them to be successful in life. And I just don't think the public school system has ever been, or will ever be that point. And even if it was, it's taught by people that do have agendas and whether that's a private school or public school or an individual teacher, it's, it's not fair to put that responsibility on one person teaching sometimes 35 kids in a classroom where every single person is different. Every single person has a different background. And I feel like in this country in particular, the last 10 years and moving forward, we seem to be wanting to, lack of a better word, satisfy the minority and not so much the majority. And that to me is terrifying. A quick example would be if there's a transgender child what they think is transgender child in that classroom, um, maybe they won't talk about that topic because they don't want to offend that person. I think that's irresponsible because I think if that does exist, 
these kids need to know about it and they need to be educated the right way on certain things as opposed to being dogmatized one way. Because if you get, you know, if you shelter a kid, like look at everything that's going on with uh, shit, our country right now. I mean, you're you're getting pushed in one direction and you think the grass is greener on the other side. But if you're not educating yourself on your own, you're not as objective. You don't know a lot of yeah. things. And I just don't think the public school system is, has ever been there. And I think it's just getting worse and worse. And it's very scary. Interesting. So the problem, I understand your point of view and yeah. I agree with the concept you're saying, I will mix it. Let me explain. So one thing that school does, that homeschooling does not, is teaching the child about society, about interacting with people. Community. Putting them in a cage of sharks, in the yeah. good and the bad, okay? Yeah. Um, I agree. Growing yeah. in school teaches you to understand who are good people, who are bad people, when you should put defense, when you should act, when you should react, mm -hmm. how the system works. Uh, I had yeah. a couple of interesting episodes when I was little. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I learned, I, I knew already how the system works. So at the age of yeah. 10 and I use it to my advantage very badly, politically wise. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know the consequences of my actions. So then I learned them. So I stopped doing it, yeah. but it taught me a lot, yeah. which homeschooling would not. I agree with the teachings. However, I will say this, the public schooling system in America, I believe failed because of lazy parents. Let me explain. We will go to school and my school was a uh, private public. It was a German school in Italy. So we were studying half of the subjects were in Italian and half were in German. The mm. Italian were public school and the German were private school. It's a mixed up system. Amazing school, by the way. Teachers had opinions. Opinions were said, and then you would come home. And if you have two present parents and both of my parents worked their ass off, but you still have the time and you know that you always have time. It's all about how you organize yourself. Sure. We would bring out the topics and we would debate them. Hmm. So we would have the point of view of the school and then the point of view of the parents. Hmm. Sometimes they would match, sometimes they would not. Sometimes you would create, learn to create your own opinion. I believe that the public schooling system in America fails because the parents and then again, considering a lot of single parent households that have the parent that is working and doesn't have the time and blah, 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 tough, are man. not there. If you have the parents to double check or listen to what is happening at school, mm -hmm. then it will be different. The scandal yeah. that happened with um, uh, the trans kid, uh, um, I don't know if you can say this or not. There was an episode in Loudoun County, which is where I live about a trans kid raping girls in the public bathroom, okay? That happened because the parents here are much more present. So they knew, they learned quickly what happened. And then the scandal came out and the lawsuit came out. Does that so make he sense? Was a, so he was a trans boy that was saying he was a girl? He was going to the bathroom with the girls, raped them, yeah. was moved to another school first, and the school kept it all secret. Then it happened again. Oh, lawsuit shit. came out. The parents were considered by the uh, last administration uh, domestic terrorists, but then they won the lawsuits because, check. Yeah, I mean, that's no brainer. Not rape you. Yeah. Um, you can and look it up. Yeah. I but then again, because the parents here are present, but because right, this, exactly. is, this is the 
Leesburg, uh, Ashburn here is the creme de la creme of société. These are entrepreneurs yeah. that have people work for them and they have time to spend with the kids. Yeah. And, you know, li listen, I think there's so many great things with public school and, and in terms of just community and socializing, I think that's that's super important for the child. Although, the, from what we've seen and, and did the research, there's so many communities now where there's like, you know, in any city, you can look it up to where there's a homeschool community and every single day at 3 p.m., they all get out and they socialize okay. for an hour. You know what I mean? Like, so every day they're out and about for a couple hours. Um, I just, I don't know if you could do this, but I can't pick a part. If we were to do half and half, I think that's a great idea. We've talked about that to where maybe in, in the early stages and then maybe towards middle school or high school, maybe we let them go to public school. And mm -hmm. some people might think, well, you don't want to throw them to the sharks. Well, either way, they're going to go to sharks anyway, right? Because they're going to raise with those sharks. But hopefully we can instill, if we could put them into school at 15, they've had 15 years of my critical thinking skills, of my way of thinking. So there's so much influence. So that's what terrifies me is just online, bro. I mean, you know, obviously. But there's so much influence. And what you're saying makes total sense. The problem with your thinking, though, is you're giving Americans the benefit of the doubt. You're saying, hey, listen, you guys should do this. Problem is, no one's going to do that. No parents no, are going to be... it's a lot of effort. It's right. lazy. No Laziness. parents are going to be... A, you know, It's like the cell phone example, right? Is if you grab 100 kids at the age of 12, most likely 99 of them have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe that kids should have cell phones at that early age. Just like I don't believe they should chop off their penises at an early age. But... <laughs> But it's all about the. Yo, we're going to stuff. Chill out. Fuck. But let, let me just like I don't believe they should have tattoos at an early age. How about that? That's better. No, um, no, no you, you can stay with the past one. It's fine. Yeah, but the the point is though, it's now I'm trying to convince other parents. Hey, man, don't tell your kids that they should have a cell phone. You know, it's like what you said with the iPhone, right? If we just stop buying iPhones. Well, if parents just stopped giving their kids cell phones, we'd have less mental health issues at an early age. But for us to create a discord and to have a big group of people and say, hey, parents, let's not do that. So I, I cannot rely on every other parent because every other parent, I think, is just not there. They're lazy. They're, they're really. And don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm lazy in some aspects, too. But yeah. right now, I have the mentality where I'm not going to be lazy with my kid. And that's why it's hard for me to drop them off like i have i have friends that have jobs that they just can't be home thankfully brent and i are home but they drop them off think about this right now at daycare six months old year old at daycare they spend 250 bucks a week mm -hmm. for daycare so you're dropping off your kid from eight to five and that's being generous because that's when you get off work probably right five o'clock so eight to five at a year old for the next 11 months, two months off because of summer, and then boom, you're back again. So all that time, what is this kid getting taught? Like, who's mommy? Who's daddy? Who's the teacher? Who's Like, they are so young and so influential. Every minute that is spent away from you, whether they're getting good information or bad information, they're getting information. And I'd rather give them bad information at home than entrust someone else for six hours a day. Um, and again, I'm lucky enough to where I do work from home and I plan to work from home. So yep. I'm going to make it to the point to where I'm going to do it. But 
that's what's so scary about it is I just think that if we were to get some sort of maybe tax break, maybe uh, there's some incentive for me to go to public school, but the cons just are outweighing the pros, in my opinion, especially with, you know, you can have these communities of people that are homeschooled and, you know, like there's one down the street from us and they meet up, it's a hundred kids. They just go to these parks. Okay, and they as, do, long, as long as they get the, yeah. the occasion to socialize, yeah. but also naturally. Chad, the good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the more you put them yeah. in a bubble, the worse they will be when they will be released into real society. Yeah, I agree. And that's what it is among worse. a lot of young people. Yeah, because it is worse, especially now. I mean, you know. And the only way we're going to know is if we do this study for two kids, you know, one... <laughs> studying for 20 years one homeschool and one public school and let's let's see what happens 20 years from now like that that'd be an interesting case study is is, is doing that with kids because i don't know if there's a right or wrong i think it it, it all comes down to good parenting right um and how do much you do you think we... the mother how oh, much do you go ahead now i was gonna say how much do you think like you can remember honestly from k through six it's you might have not a not a lot, right? So I'm like, I remember when I told the professor that she's a piece of shit in front of the entire class. <laughs> that was well, really funny. What year was she that? She gave me a bad grade. Huh? What year is that? I was, I was like second grade. <laughs> That's awesome. Let you stand up and like you're an asshole. Yeah, uh, beautiful. <laughs> was that what, was that, uh, that that was in Italy or was that that was uh, the German school of Milan? German school. Yeah, yeah. So, I will always remember that. Always. Did she come up to you with the ruler and say something in German to you? No, she Smack made me out of the class. <laughs> she did? Right. That's nice and simple. That's but bad. I was pride. I had pride. Yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I did it. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's the thing, man. I don't remember a lot from grade school. And, you know, I I mean, I remember a few classes like biology, which was cool. And like eight, you know, I was in chemistry. That was fun. I remember some things here and there. But I, I just don't remember a lot like... There's nothing I do now in my 30s that I'm like, ugh, thank God I learned that in public school. Right? Like, think about it. I mean, there's not... Now, if 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 in high school, if they start teaching real estate, economics, like, you have to go. Instead of mathematics, you want to teach them math, but I don't need fucking trigonometry and all that shit, and I don't need to learn about hexagons, and you know what I mean? Like, if they taught them real-life lessons, different conversation. Like, if I know he's going to be good to go when he gets out of high school, beautiful. But I went to high school, man, and I only learned shit out on the streets or through my own research. Nothing I do today is applied from public schools, personally. What pisses me off is that most things that you should learn when it comes to finances, accounting, is fairly simple. It's very simple. It wouldn't take, it would take studying at one year, maybe, yeah. in school. That's what pisses me off. It's like... I understand if it is something that you need a degree. I have an economics degree. The main concepts that are helping me in my life financially can probably be learned in three weeks of full-on studying. That's it. Yeah. It's not, it's not a big addition. So I feel like they're doing it on purpose, honestly. They oh, want people they to be economically and financially educated. Sure. Because you know what? Yeah, because why would you need a credit card if you knew all that information? You know, why... Why, why would everyone would everyone would save up and buy a house and the market would be great like there would be no apartment buildings there would be even no taxes yeah even taxes. there are ways to pay much less it's incredible yeah. 
I yeah. studied the tax system and I believe it's a piece of wonder, the American tax system. It's just that people are not aware of it. Oh, dude, especially now that I, I own a business and I have for a couple of years and just yeah. looking at yeah, all the numbers. Oh, my God. Dude. Even if you're just an employee, there's still some beautiful advantages for you. You just need to be aware of it. The problem yeah. is people don't tell you that. Um, yeah. I have one last question for you. This is sure. about the future. Do you think that uh, our generation of parents will be better than the past? Oof. That's a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, in will some we respects. Will we be lazier? Will we be putting as much effort? Will we be more loving? Will we yeah. create... Actually, will we create better humans? No. Maybe innovative humans. Um, you think innovative? To innovate, think, you need to put in a lot of effort. That's true. But I, I think there's more innovation that has happened in the last 50 years than 100. Okay. So hopefully it's going up, right? I mean, because history has shown us that it is going up, in fact. But I don't know if it's going to stay on that track. I don't know. That's a that's a tough question because I think in some respects we are. I'll give you a great example. Um, I just talked to my buddy. He was on the podcast, shout out episode 214, where I was randomly calling a couple dads that are good buddies of mine. Uh, both of them work corporate jobs, work their ass off, drop their kids off at daycare, mom's at home doing her thing. I think we're in a very cool time to where if you do it right, I'm not going to say I'm doing it right because I got a lot of work that I need to do, uh, but I am going to try to do this to where I am home every single day working from home, as is my wife, or I'm going to make enough money to where my wife doesn't have to work and we could save that money and not do childcare. Because childcare, I mean, that's, you know, 1500 bucks a month people are paying, mm -hmm. right? So if you do the math on the average <laughs> average salary we're talking about, it's pretty much... That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So I think we're in a cool generation to where these adults are raising their kids from home, and maybe in 20 years these kids are going to appreciate life more if there's good parents, which our parents didn't have that opportunity to. I know yours nope. didn't. Mine didn't either. My dad worked three jobs. My mother, you know, worked two jobs and also raised me. There was no fucking fancy schmancy ways to make money at home like there is now. So in that respect, I think maybe we might be more compassionate humans down the road. But you also look at it like there's also more shitty people than there was 100 years ago. So it's like we're kind of on the polar size of each then spectrum to where we don't have more shitty people we just give, they give them a platform to be exposed themselves that's it yeah that's a great point yeah that's a great point Very simple. Very yeah. simple. so the micro the, <laughs> the microscope is on more people now so it's we're starting to see that's the fun thing about social media right like i noticed it on your page in particular where <laughs> there's so many people that have a voice but if you were like invite them on the podcast they wouldn't come nope. they just they want the voice that's it yeah. for keyboard lions Keyboard lines. I love it. <laughs> That's how we call them. Yeah. Well, listen, we're already at an hour, man. I didn't even realize. Um, yeah. A lot going on. Do you, uh, what's going on? Tell me real quick about the podcast. Give you give your podcast a shout out. I'll shout out mine too so you can repurpose this. Oh, no, 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 no. The podcast, so no, no. What's the going podcast on? didn't start yet. Oh, so this is <laughs> so what you, what you saw is, uh, was a test that we did. <laughs> and uh, honestly, the feedback I'm getting is pretty good. I had, uh, and this is the beauty of the podcast. I had yeah. a conservative influencer friend of mine, Bogdan. Mm -hmm. He's Romanian, lives in, in America, and he's a conservative-focused uh, influencer. 
Oh, cool. Stay here at my house. And we tried the format. We put two microphones and started talking. And it was a conversation. Four hours of conversation. (laughs) And uh, the locations were amazing. We did it at my house. We did it in front of the U.S. Capitol, which was really cool. I saw that one. Uh, Almost got arrested on that one, though, because police were walking. I was like, what are you guys doing? Just doing a podcast. (laughs) We're just immigrants speaking. It's all good. Um, (laughs) So the format is good. Uh, Again, uh, I'm in the talks with Tony. He's teaching me some stuff. So a lot of things will come out in the future. You'll see that. I love Um, it. But yeah, no, the feedback is good. Uh, I'm just trying to put together a group of people because uh, it will mostly be the same people with different topics. Uh It's mostly immigrants. I got a mix of immigrants and Americans. That will be very interesting. Nice. And we're going to... We want to take the topics of the top podcasts, uh, even the ones that are controversial, like, you know, whatever podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. that kind of stuff. But the perspective of immigrants, not the Americans. So what we see from the outside, no oh, filter, okay. no filter. That, uh, But also finance and many things that we are doing. I love that. Yeah, especially because um, they're so, I'm sure with you guys, it's like, you know, watching a zoo. Like you're just watching us Americans. America. And they, yeah. Yes. To me, whatever podcast is the exact thing that I told you earlier. People creating problems that do not exist in the first place. Yeah. Stupid. Waste of time. Crazy. Instead of just working hard and being grateful with what you got and just trying to be better. Yeah, being being grateful, not being... Enough greed, but not too much. It's normal to be greedy. Just understand that you are and don't do it too much. And um, what else? Yeah, I kind of felt drawn to it now because uh, the whole TikTok situation, I was literally earning a full-time income on TikTok. And this is, guys, if you're doing TikTok, be careful. It is a Chinese company. You never know what these guys want to do. Yeah. I was making a full-time income and three weeks ago, my uh, revenue per minute went 80-fold down to less than a cent per thousand views. I don't know where. So diversify, do not put all your eggs in a basket, which fortunately is what I did. So I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I have other incomes, but be careful. Let's see if I'm going to get it back, but I still want to go with the podcast. Yeah. Has it still not come back? Nothing. Three weeks later. Support sucks. It's an AI responding to you after four days and it didn't really solve anything. So we'll see. I still love them because they allow you to go viral, but I feel that if you want to create an actual community, you got to expand. Yeah. 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 Like I had a couple of videos that went viral and, you know, I think there was like three or four that hit like 10 million. And um, yeah, but I mean, I was at the point, I think it probably, if it happened to you, it might've happened to me at that time because yeah, I was making like $5 in the creator fund and I'm like 10 million views. $5. $5. Same thing with Instagram reels and all and meta to all that. And we, you know, we talked about this on the phone where these big corporations, again, it goes back to supply and demand, right? It's the iPhone analogy to where we, all these creators went on these platforms and we're putting all our eggs in our basket and we're, we're, we're looking for ways to monetize. And now they got us, they got us by the balls because what else are you going to do? And if anybody out there is thinking about being a creator, take it from me. Cause I've, I've been doing this a long time. Cause I knew these companies are shysty is I have my own website. I monetize that way and there's no fees. I manage everything on my own and it's way better than, you know, you're not going to go viral if you have your own website, but if you could build up a nice community and people that respect what you do, 
there's ways like subscription models, you know, Patreon. These are all cool ways to kind of make incremental income as opposed to relying on these companies. Because if TikTok does go away tomorrow or Meta goes away tomorrow, Zuckerberg decides he doesn't want to pay creators anymore, at least you have some money to fall back on. So, or you could be like, you know, Amadeo and have your six Real hats estate. out. <laughs> go real estate. That's the, way to go, baby. That's the way to go. Flip them, baby. I like it. Oh, no, wow. I rent now. I don't flip anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're back to rent. Did you finish that that property? You're going to finish it next month? I'm finishing in one month. That's number nice. 10. Number 10. Good Double for you, Double digits. And you're renting them all? Yeah. Good for you, buddy. That's awesome. It's the way to go. Renting is... Uh, and are you doing any of that, like, uh, consulting work or... Like if, if someone I to reach do out with some uh, phone calls uh, and uh, yeah, okay. I invest the money of people. So I'm doing now partnerships with people from abroad or here want to invest money with me. Okay, so I partner up with them. Uh, we split. Uh, they give me the money. It's kind of like a portfolio manager. Yeah, 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 I like it. Okay. Well, I'll leave your Instagram and all that shit behind. So if anybody wants to reach out, that's where you go. Episode notes. I'll check do the same. Out. My man. All right, dude. Well, you know, you know, we could talk for hours, but we'll save it for another another podcast episode oh, we're gonna do more we're gonna do more yeah but thank you for making it in the end I, I love it man it's awesome do you think we got stuff oh yeah come on you know me man i'll clip this shit we'll fuck. you do it yourself or you have the or you use uh, all me all me bro did all you me. use uh, the podcast one the podcast one the podcast AI, the one that cuts all the edits and the multiple uh, oh, camera yeah. angles. Autopod. Did you use it? I, I've used it. Yeah, I have it. Um, and I love it. So it's, it's awesome. The only way the only way it works, you'd love it if you do in person stuff. Like, unfortunately, I have so many people from all over the country and the world that that I do everything virtually. So it doesn't work virtually because you have to have multiple camera angles and multiple mics. Okay. So like this wouldn't count as multiple mics but if we were like in studio like you guys were when <laughs> you guys were over here i i could have used it with that with multiple camera angles and multiple mics so it's very good in that aspect for sure um how much money do i need for a full gig uh, few like cameras and microphones for a podcast of four people four people um in your house or i'm just thinking of space something that is mobile i need to bring it around Mobile, um, I'd say 2,500, 2,500, you'd be good. Yeah, 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 2,500. And I'll send you some links okay. too of, of some some stuff. Yeah, but I saw, that'll, I that'll get links on the Amazon, but uh, if you have affiliates, send them over. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you something that's not so like broad because all that stuff is just pretty much a bunch of shit I bought. But yeah, if, if you're able to go mobile with it, yeah, because I'm actually, I'm bringing all my gear now. That's why I'm packing up. That's why my camera's all different okay i i took all my stuff mobile so you saw some of my stuff when you were over here but like that roadcaster you know that's really yep. cool that's portable <laughs> um you get yourself a nice little laptop you can hook that up and you know yeah you'll, you'll be good so i'll send you some for now i'm gonna start the podcast with an iphone actually two iphones and two love and four love mics These all right two, dude I'm good oh yeah oh yeah those are perfect but oh, i love what i love what you're doing buddy keep it up man <sighs> grazie kick ass and uh, yeah I'll talk to you talk more